Mishnah Dalit talks about the topic of an iska. An iska basically means that uh, I have capital and uh, I give you capital to invest and you get a certain percentage of the profits, right? That's what happens in the real world all the time. Or I give you, uh, not capital, I give you goods. I give you uh, oranges or uh, merchandise to sell and you get a certain percentage of the profits. Now, the way that that works halachically is if you get a certain percentage of the profits, that means that when I give you the investment, let's say it's $100,000, right? If you're making half of the profits over that $100,000, that means that half of those $100,000 is a loan, right? Meaning if it's a loan, it belongs to you, right? And you just have to return me money from your pocket. And whatever money you make out of the loan is your money. The other half of it is a picadon, even though you're handling it, but it still is in my rishos, and therefore whatever profits come out of the picadon, I'm going to get. Okay? That's how an isco works. Whereupon we get into a problem, that uh, if, you're, if I'm lending money to you, this half of the isca is a loan, right? And on top of the loan, so um, you're doing me a favor of handling my half of the investment, you're doing all the work, so that's ribis, or at least ribis de Rabbanan. Because not only, uh, right, not only am I getting my money back from you, but I'm also getting you to work. So therefore, in order to make any iska mutter, what I have to do is I have to pay you as a worker. In addition to you getting half of the profits, you get paid as a worker. And the Mishnah says that's true if I give you money, it's true if I give you fruit to uh, sell, it's true if I give you eggs and you have an incubator, or you have a whole bunch of chickens which are like an incubator, and then you develop the eggs and you get half of the profits. Or if I give you animals, and uh, you raise the animals, and you make half of the profits. But um, all of these are all these are alone, and therefore you have to get paid for doing whatever work you do. The one exception to this is if I give you animals, and if, if something happens to the animals, then you don't have to pay for the loss. Right? The loss is going to be all mine. It's all on me. So if that's true, so then it was uh, you never took Achrayas. It wasn't a milva. It was a picadon the whole time. And therefore you don't get into problems of ribis because ribis is only a problem when it's a loan. But if it was in my resource and if an onus happens, it's all out of my pockets, that's not a problem. And the Mishnah just points out of it. We say to raise it. Raise it means up until one-third of its growth. And if it's a donkey, it's up until it can carry a load. All right, that's all Mishnah Dalit. In Mashivin Chenveni Lamachtzeschar, you cannot uh, have a Chenveni take your money and invest it for produce for half of the uh, profit. Nor can you give the Chenveni money to buy Peros, and then you're going to split the profits off of the Peros. Elam came nice and like Unless you give him schar like a poel, because otherwise he's working for you for free, um, and uh, that's that's ribis because that's what he's giving you in addition to paying the loan back. In my shivin you can't give your eggs to somebody to put underneath his chickens for getting half of the schar, because again you're loaning him the eggs, giving it back to you, and he's doing the work of having his chickens sit on it. And you cannot estimate. Um, baby uh, calves or baby donkeys uh, and raise them and uh, share the profit and share the loss um, in half 
Because again, if you do that, then it shows that it's a loan. You have to pay for the work and you have to pay for the food. But you can uh, take these calves or uh, baby donkeys and raise them for half if you don't have to pay for the loss, because then it's just a pikadon. Raising them means up until it's one-third of its growth. Okay, so that is Mishnah Dalit. Moving on to uh, Mishnah, <coughs> moving on to Mishnah Hay. Mishnah Hay, we say that if the animal that I'm giving you to raise, again, the same deal where you get half of the profits, and ordinarily, so uh, I have to pay you for your work because it's a problem of ribis. That's different if the animal that I'm giving you to raise is, a, is an adult animal or to fatten up, is an adult animal which can do work and can make me money. Because then, in, uh, what's it called? in return for the work that you have to do of raising it, so you're getting kickback. You can use the, you can use the shore to, to be choresh. You can use the chamor to schlep things. And so therefore it's a trade-off and there's no, and there's, there's no, problem, of, there's no problem of ribis. Um, the second halacha it has in the Mishnah is that if an, ano, if an animal um, gives birth while you're raising it, so there are different minhagim in different places. Some places, as soon as the animal becomes 30 years old or 50 days old, 30 days old or 50 days old, respectively, so then they split the animals. And if they do that, and I keep it, and I keep on watching it, so then again, it's a new deal where I'm loaning it and you have to pay me for that. On the other hand, some places just say that it continues with the old agreement, and then you don't have to pay me any more than I was getting before. Uh, Rabbi Shungam Liel adds another halacha, that you can give somebody an egel to raise, and uh, together with its mother, and you don't have to pay for the mizonos or the work of the eagle because the mother more or less takes care of it, but we don't pask in that way. And uh, finally, the last halach that we have over here is let's say that I have a sharecropper. A sharecropper called a choker over there is slightly different than a sharecropper. But the sharecropper wants to lend money from me and invest the money in the field. So can I do that, or is it ribis? Because if he invested in the field, I'm going to get more money out of my field. Now, Allah is that it's not ribis because even though it looks like I'm getting back more in return from my investment, it's too indirect because he's investing it in the field, which he has a schus in for himself. And then it turns out that I'll get, uh, I'll get a, what's it called? I'll get a cash uh, return on the field, but it's not directly from, from the loan. So that's in Mishnah. Shaman par v'chamar v'chol davar shu So any para or chamar, um, that does work for you so you can uh, split the profits down the half and you don't have to pay extra for the schar tircha because it's not going to be ribis because for, in return for my tircha I get the, I get the profits of the work of the shor and the where they divide up the vladis immediately they split it and if I keep it again so then uh, that will be a new deal and then it's the same old deal Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, I'm Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Shaman says, Shaman Egel im imai besiach im imai. So you can give a calf and uh, together with its mother, or a baby donkey with its mother, and you don't have to pay extra for, uh, 
for feeding the calf and for working the calf because the care, the mother will take care of that. So you pay for the mother and that's enough. And you can lend money in order, a choker can lend money in order to make the field better. Fine. One more Mishnah. This is called the Mishnah of Tzon Barzel. Tzon Barzel, we talked about Ksubas Isha was one thing. Over here we're talking about real Tzon Barzel. Tzon Barzel over here means that I give you my sheep to raise, right? And I give you my sheep to raise, and uh, you get half of the profits of the sheep, but if something bad happens to the sheep, say it's all on you. You take 100% achrayas for the sheep, which basically means that it's a loan, because you're responsible for the sheep entirely. It's your achrayas. So therefore, um, if you're being metapal with my sheep in, in return for half investment of... Uh, half of the profits, so therefore um, I'm getting more of my loan than just getting my money back, it's ribbis. So you're not allowed to do, you're not allowed to do that, and uh, even if you, what, even if, even if you would pay, pay him off, uh, pay him off for that, it's, it's not going to work. You're not allowed to make such a deal as ribbis. You could make such a deal with a guy, you can give express ribbis to a guy, and the Mishnah says you can even have a situation where a Jew took ribbis from a guy, Right, a Jew, Jew took a loan for ribbis from a guy, and then he's about to pay him back, and um, and the uh, another Jew says, "Give me the money, and I'll pay back the guy." So if you get all three of them together, so then you can transfer over to the Jew because it's considered like the guy is giving the second one the loan. However, if one Jew just passed it on to the other, that will be usher. Okay, so that's mission. That's mission above. In makabim tzayin barzel mi Yisrael, you cannot be makabel. Same barzel from Yisrael. If Neshu Ribis, it's Pashat Ribis. Because over there, it's a flat out loan, and uh, you're getting half schar uh, for what's so you're getting. You're getting half schar means that half of it is going to be yours, but it's a, but it's a loan. Avo Makablin, same barzel, and You can take it from a guy, Velevin, Mehem, Malvin, Beribis, and you can borrow from them Beribis. You can lend them Beribis, Vachem, Begir, Taishav, even a guy who keeps Shevim, it's a Noyach. Malvel Yisrael Ma'isov Shal Nachri Midasa Nachri, and also a Jew can lend the, the money of a guy which he took for ribis to another Jew as long as the guy is there. Shalay Midas Yisrael, but not just Midas Yisrael when the guy is not involved in the agreement because then he's the one that passes passing on the money for the next Milva Baribis. Be'ezra Sashem, tomorrow we continue with Mishnah Zayin.